0: Welcome to Infinite Quest.
1: You guys are all like walking back towards. Ashburn ford from the cave and it's probably about mid-afternoon by the time you guys see the town in the distance and you can kind of see what looks to be dark clouds rolling in from the east as you guys approach the city it appears that Ashburn ford hasn't changed in the last few days that you've been gone i forget did you guys get in sleep the night before no we are, we oh, are no. quite fatigued yes so Getting you guys drunk. are very we're, tired we're a
2: mess and <laughs> <We're> you guys are
1: <laughs> also uh, a little bit buzzed from that ale some of you are pretty badly injured Mm -hmm. are we role-playing right now or is this just real life (laughs) this is (laughs) is this real life or is this fantasy it's all accurate
2: it's both
1: are you caught in the landslide no (laughs) escape from reality reality. oh can we play that in the background or is that not
3: royalty
2: no no no, i think we got it
1: (laughs) whoops all right this is a copyright episode
2: all right i'm thinking got these pelts uh, Still kind of business hours. Might as well drop them off with the city watch and then find somewhere to rest up a bit.
3: We should inquire about the ore as well. Oh, yeah. Quite exciting. Yes. Yes. Quite. In an attempt to increase our notoriety in town, I will make sure and cheer of our exploits and welcome ourselves home that the mighty wolf slayers have returned to their beautiful town. In song and show. All right, cool. Why don't you uh, roll a performance check? I rolled a twenty, non-natural. All right, um,
1: you just start kicking up into song and dance as you guys are rolling into town, and a lot of the common folk are paying attention and perking up. And as you glance about, you see like uh, people whispering and looking at you guys and pointing and gesturing at you.
3: Noticing their success, I, I start to uh, explain our exploits were not, you know, for nothing. And that's we uh, we hope that they will join us later in the taverns for regal celebration and drinking. All right. Uh, you guys make your way to
1: the uh, barracks where the, you met Captain Dolgren before. Uh, you see that there outside is your regular crew of guards practicing archery and also their spear and sword. And you see that those two guards outside are they're gambling again. And you see there's that one woman that you mistook for uh, a man before. Whoops She gives you guys a side eye.
2: Hernya is gonna loudly be like, "Good evening, Milady." <laughs> she
1: just sighs and goes back to her cards. Oh man. All right, entering the barracks, you see it's actually full of probably about looks like to be a dozen city watch members, and uh, Captain Dahlgren's sitting in the same spot, scribbling furiously.
2: Uh, Captain Dahlgren.
1: You just saying shouting that across the room? Oh, yeah, okay. He hates us. <laughs> you see him, like, stop scribbling and look at you guys and kind of roll his eyes and then, like, wave you over.
3: It is us, your favorite adventurers.
2: Aranya just says, good news, and tries to, like, pull up the warg pelt off of Gishan's back to, like, show him.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: Kind of cocks his head a little, looks at you. Uh You guys killed the
3: the wolves?
2: uh three wolves and a warg to be exact and
3: you know what that means being that there is a warg
4: no it's it's an indicator species well indicator what it's an indicator species he said yeah i heard what he said but what does that mean means there's goblins afoot and that means that they're nearby
3: (laughs) no shit well you didn't know the other part i'm just helping
1: Shan did you want to say something?
0: In this situation, I would keep my mouth shut because I don't understand what these weird, fleshy humans are talking about entirely or all of the potential things that I could screw up by speaking, so I just wouldn't speak.
1: <laughs> so, I don't know what your name is.
4: Neither does Raxus. That's okay. <laughs> I'm Thomas.
1: Okay, and what just is this? To say that. <laughs> You hear one of the guards snigger. (laughs) Uh, What is an indicator species exactly? Means goblins are nearby?
4: Mm, I I proceed to explain to him everything I know about indicator species, wargs, vis-a-vis goblins.
1: Okay. And he says, wow, interesting. Anyways.
2: Oh, also, maybe... More interesting, we did actually see some goblins and some hobgoblins. Oh, right, that too. And a bugbear. Yes.
1: Wow, congratulations. Welcome to Mistledale. They live in beast country.
2: All right. Anyways,
1: <laughs> he uh, opens one of his drawers and uh, pulls out like a small pouch and begins counting out some gold coins.
2: How much for the warg pelt?
1: Mm, well wasn't agreed upon, so I'm just going to give you five
4: gold for it.
2: Mm, Yeah, I think we'll be holding on to that one.
4: Fair enough. Thomas would like to make a uh, per-weight sort of argument. On the, uh, on the on the oh, wolves.
2: Please make it sound very biological. <laughs> yes.
4: A uh, typical wolf is anywhere between 70 and 90 kilograms, whereas a warg is somewhere in the 130-140 range. So I think that at least 1.5 gold, maybe 7.5 gold would be worthwhile. All right, just go ahead and roll a persuasion <laughs> check. <laughs> 19.
1: All right, you can see his eyes rolling around in his head as he's doing this kind of mental math. So, 10 gold for
3: the warg pelt?
4: Correct.
1: All right, fine. So it's uh, 105 gold for you.
3: I find your lack of concern in reference to this warg and the fact that you're needing the higher adventurers to do your bidding that you dismiss it so. You have orcs and goblins and hobgoblins and other creatures that sound like goblins that seem to be raiding nearby people. Does that not trouble you as it does us? Well,
1: I mean... Are you talking about the the references to the quest for the goblins and hobgoblins that have been raiding in the western part of the Vale?
3: And that it does, yet you have... War. Well, that's, that's like a day and a half ride to the west. But we didn't ride a day and a half to find more goblins. They're in your midst. Tell me more.
2: Let me show you something. And Irani's is going to pull out the map and, like, just whatever he has on his table, she just throws it down on top of everything, possibly knocking things over. <laughs> it's
3: a bunch of scribbles anyways.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, he does have poor handwriting. Um, he's gone, what? What the? F- huh? And he looks down at this crudely scribbled map.
2: So the uh, hobgoblins we killed had this map and a whole shit ton of... uh weaponry from Cormier in crates uh stowed away just off and she's going to point on the map wherever they were and uh based on based on that I'm thinking that this could have something to do with all those raids right like aren't they here and here she's like pointing at Xs on the map
1: you yeah that's There was a caravan from Kormir that got attacked by goblins and hobgoblins. Few of their guards got killed and some of their goods got stolen.
4: You mean this one? I present the wooden carved out piece of uh, crate with the mark of Kormir on it.
1: Yeah. Well, what else did you find? Was there any other goods?
2: Uh, found some ale? Uh, anything
0: else?
3: rex's nudges are in the ribs and then nudges to Homus in the ribs and we all kind of like glance at each other wearily kind of give them the look as if perhaps not to mention our giant ball of ore
2: oh i know
1: by chance did you find anything from battledale any goods from there
2: uh did the logo look like this and Aranya's gonna like she's gonna draw a bad drawing of what she remembers it looking like actually she's okay at drawing she's bad at writing
3: I can cast minor illusion to to project almost what looks like an etch a sketch, and, <laughs> nice. and it and it is going to it is you produce a, you said you're going to do an etch a sketch. Yeah, it's kind of like this, like a flat. So
1: you're basically gonna, you're like, going to create this kind of square that's like a, a kind of a gray and a yeah. gr- greenish gray, and you're going to like it, yeah. with little knobs on it, and then like uh, you know hastily draw <laughs> yeah. really quickly. All this stuff comes together and cr- creates the symbol of Battledale. He says. That's
3: fucking wild yeah, that's Battledale symbol I mean we could have described it, but that was so much cooler, was it not and I give him a big adventure level smile yeah, so
1: anyways, where did you find these goods
2: right so um about here and aranya's gonna kind of like vaguely gesture on the map uh-huh and uh was that a was that a quest was that something you wanted some help with
1: well, yeah we had a contract out. Uh, that was not fulfilled, but that there were some raids on the caravans and we needed them to, to basically stop and the goods were covered.
2: Well, considering that we sort of stumbled upon the goods, what do you think of us sort of retroactively fulfilling part of the contract? <sighs> Aranya stares at him, hopefully.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think that's fine. So, could you give me a breakdown
2: of what happened? Yeah. And so Aranya's going to look at Veraxis, and so... I pull she, up my bagpipes. Yeah, basically. So she's going to try to tell the story but make them all sound extra heroic. I begin playing the bagpipes behind her in an epic crescendo. <laughs>
3: Do you? You play bagpipes? Yes, it's listed right there under the uh, yield proficiencies.
1: Cool. Okay. I did not know this. Please continue.
2: So yeah, she's she basically going to try to make us all sound like epically heroic and we were totally outnumbered and like this hobgoblin was way bigger than it really was and
1: I want you both to roll another performance check Mm -hmm. Uh, 15 Aranya. 12 you guys start retelling your adventures of like tracking the ward, finding their hideout capturing these goblins, and then interrogating them, and then your epic battle with the, the two hobgoblins and the bugbear. Urania, you grab this what looks to be a stale loaf of bread, and you start waving it around like <laughs> it's your rapier as you're, like, <laughs> dancing around and gesturing with it, and Captain Dolgan is just sitting back in his chair, like, wide-eyed and his head cocked. After Urania, you're, you're done telling the tale, stand up and smile, and you notice that around you All the guards in the room crowded around you guys in a Uh, semicircle and just, like, intently, like, watching you and listening in with their mouths slightly open.
2: Whoa. Aranya's gonna take a little bow.
3: I'll, uh, quit playing the unnecessarily loud bagpipes and two deep, deep bow to the...
1: They're nodding their heads and (laughs) you you see one guard start to clap. And he's the only one who starts clapping and he just (laughs) awkwardly stops. Puts his hands by his side. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Dolgren speaks up and he says, Uh Well, um I guess that takes care of the goblin and hoggoblin raiders. Um, do you do you know where these goods are stored? Can we go fetch them?
2: Certainly. And Are you gonna tell me? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> uh so she's gonna like talk him through it on the map and kinda like describe landmarks and maybe, like, sketch them on the map as they're going, because she's good at that. Okay.
1: Can I keep this map?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, great.
3: It'd be uh, at least five gold, though, being that it's about the size of a pelt and all. (laughs) What, the map is the size of a pelt? Yes. How's the map the size of a pelt? I mean, it's roughly the same size when it's all rolled out. You're only seeing a part of it here.
1: (laughs) It is, really. Okay, cool.
3: (laughs) Well... (laughs)
1: Deception check. Oh
3: luck that. That's a save roll. Nine deception plus five.
1: Uh fourteen. Fourteen. Uh I
3: I'm not gonna pay five gold. Somebody should sketch this shit out right now. Huh, bet you wish you had one of these minor illusion that you sketch. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh
1: so for that, uh the reward for that one to stop the caravan raiders it was actually uh, two hundred gold pieces. Uh, healing potion and some provisions and well <clears throat> from what we heard as he clears his throat it was going to be a, it's pretty dangerous because they killed a, a few guards that uh we were gonna outfit you with some weapons and armor mm. so if you guys need a either a pair of weapons or a pair of armor we'll give them to you
3: I mean, seeing as how we're going to be working close together, it sounds like for a while, seeing as how we're solving all of your quests, well, perhaps we could work out an arrangement. That sounds fantastic. Okay. So, um, you basically
1: guys get uh, two free weapon or armor upgrades. Ooh. So, let me know what you guys want, and I'll say yes or no.
4: So Homus would like to exchange his ragged leather armor and his poorly tie-dyed slash bloodstained t-shirt for a more fashionable t-shirt and maybe studded leather
1: you can get studded leather armor and the t-shirt and the t-shirt you get a um a tunic it looks pretty good
4: like i, I model my fashion sense off of raxus does it seem consistent
1: uh it seems very well i mean you'd have to spill food and drink on it but yeah
4: <laughs> definitely. if the frills aren't stained,
3: i do that to fit in <laughs> okay good <laughs> My God, Thomas, you look amazing. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Look at the just impeccable spillage around your neck there. <laughs> How did you achieve it in such a short period of time? Practice. I'll just take two uh, two suits of full plate, and then I immediately sell them. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that
4: happens. I'm kidding. quick 2K. What do you know about it? Also, uh, Thomas would like to just, on a side note, remind the guards about the left passage as being undesirable if you're exploring that in a cave.
2: Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Okay. Don't
4: do as we did. Also, how much are goblin
1: captives worth? Um, nothing. We hang them.
4: Never mind. Uh, (laughs) Thank God they're probably already dead. (laughs) Poor goblins.
2: Yeah. Um...
1: Some other upgrades might be like a either if you want to go from a short bow to a long bow.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Okay. So, um, Ron, you get yourself a long bow. Yeah. As he's looking over this map, he's taking a look at it and he, he says, uh, Hmm. I think we need to bring in some professionals for this. And, uh, he basically says that he's going to, uh, that he thinks that the hobgoblin and goblin, raids are coming from this location and he points at the map where it says base camp mm-hmm. and uh he tells one of his uh his guards to go fetch the uh the wind guard uh to recover the goods and then hunt down these hobgoblins and ogres and goblins and he like gestures at the map thanks for your
3: help guys uh where was he gesturing at that map is that where we had found them their base camp
1: no no no. actually he gestures that there's a marking on the map that says base camp
3: Got it. yeah okay The crates that we have collected from the two different uh, the two different regions yeah are those regions battling is there anything that we should know about is there animosity between them or just so happens that two separate caravans were
1: robbed it's um mistledale is between battledale and cormier mm-hmm. and all the dale lands in cormier were allies in the last great war that happened that ended probably about uh, i think a decade ago Got it.
3: so it's just multiple caravans seem to be being there's no there's no rhyme or reason they seem to just be raiding caravans yeah
1: okay. and you know caravans from cormier and battledale do travel along the the road that passes through mistdale yeah. called the moon sea ride right
3: when we know like to you know because and i obviously know that because that was something we were doing was like protecting caravans so yeah, yeah. exactly it's common common practice
1: yeah common practice to have caravan guards cool uh, at this time, I mean, do you guys divide up the gold and stuff?
2: I, Aranya wants to like get to a place where they can do that. Like, okay. that's a lot of gold to just be like here and like hand it to them in front of potential pickpockets and stuff.
1: You guys are in the barracks for the city watch. I mean, the last <laughs> place you would expect to find
4: pickpockets would probably be here. The only, yeah, but it's the only a bunch of people places. I don't know. Okay, cool. Well, I, I trust Orion to divide up the gold equably, so... Isn't there like a dark, shady corner that we can do this, like normal people?
2: That's what I mean.
4: What do you mean, normal people? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um,
1: as you guys are leaving the barracks, uh, you hear, over here, two of the guards discussing something, and you hear this female guard say, Hey, is it, is it still cool to hate adventurers? Oh, male guard turns around and says, Yeah, it still is. But I think this group is okay.
2: Aww. can Aranya try to make eye contact with him and make like a high five motion
1: well yeah you like <laughs> turn around and you make a high five motion at this guy and he's like uh, I don't know what's wrong with that one So,
2: Aranya keeps raising her hand like she was just mm. like I don't even know she's trying to play it off <laughs> I give
3: her a high five so she doesn't leave uh, so that she doesn't
1: uh, feel empty you guys invent the high five right on the spot oh yeah, yeah. A new we friendly call it a finger gesture. Finger five. Finger. Whoa. We
2: already have the fist bump as well.
1: <laughs> fist bump and finger five. I thought it was gauntlet knock.
2: Oh yeah, gauntlet knock <laughs> and finger five. Correct. It,
1: I think they also call that knuckling. I think you
3: crossed the line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, back to our favorite uh, tavern, anyone?
3: Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I am absolutely exhausted and famished. All right, you guys are all pretty injured.
2: Yeah, I could use a good uh, trance.
1: <laughs> oh, one of the uh, rewards you got also is two free days at the White Hart Inn.
2: Great. Let's go to the White Hart, uh, check in with our free lodging, and then um, I'll help us split up this.
3: The doubloons. The doubloons. <laughs> yes.
1: So uh, your free lodging is actually one room that you guys have to share. It's a large room
3: with two beds. All right. I'm going to show them one of my friends I just met called Lots of Gold and asked for an upgrade on that. <laughs> you, you
1: can get your own personal room if
3: you want. Good. You guys don't want to see this.
1: <laughs> but uh, you guys are like basically hanging out in your room because you guys are pretty not only exhausted because you guys didn't sleep the night before, but also some of you are
3: wounded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will, I will help to those wounds.
2: All right. So we've got 305 gold from the city.
1: And you also got... Uh, 30 gold from the
3: goblins and hobgoblins.
2: Oh, yes. Aranya's going to, like, start placing it all out.
3: Did each of the goblins have a, a finite amount of money on them? Yes. Like they no, each no, sorry, had this, they, the hobgoblins. They each had the same amount of money.
1: Uh, yeah, one of them actually had, like, nine gold on them, while the other ones had ten gold on them. Yeah. I
3: just find it strange that we as a group of adventurers will be procuring about the same amount of money, and yet these goblins seem to... Hobgoblins seem to have been paid out some set amount of money as well. Yeah, I want you to roll an investigation check, Praxis. Mmm. Mmm.
1: Mmm. Mmm. 23. 23. All right, looking at these... (laughs) There's a rat in this room, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. You can see its droppings in the corner. Uh, As you're looking at these gold coins and actually all four of you are, like peering at these pile of gold coins not the ones that you got in payment the ones that you got from the hobgoblins though that you found with them all are freshly minted from hillsfar but the silver and the copper you also got with them are all from all these different places and are all really dirty mm. and really worn out and old
4: mm. So I would kind of like to just reflect on the overall situation. He feels like something's kind of missing and to kind of just consider all the factors, see if anything kind of clicks for him.
1: Okay. Um, you're thinking that these goblins and hog goblins, judging by the fact that the merchants were from Cormier and Battledale, had they robbed those people, they would have had those kinds of currency, but they all have currency from Hillsfar. Yep. These people were probably paid.
4: Also, these goblins are nouveau rich. I'm sorry, they're what? Nouveau rich.
1: (laughs) Go ahead and uh, I want you to roll an advantage investigation check. Because you're a uh, blacksmith. 16. 16, okay. Yeah, you know that these... um, That whoever made these hobgoblins' weapons and armor are not the same as the stuff from the crates. So two different um, artisans made them. They're artisanal gear.
0: Yeah. Uh, Are either of them better than the other?
1: No, they're all they're all well human or like well well made yeah human stuff yeah,
0: but not like the level of what's better dwarves elves they make nicer stuff is that
1: yeah. It's, it's, it's not like anything better than what you've got necessarily. Okay. But it is better than crude weapons.
0: And normally hobgoblins would have crude weapons or does it depend?
1: Hobgoblins don't have crude weapons like goblins do, but hobgoblins have, you know, their weapons have, they're not, here's a big difference between hobgoblin weapons and human weapons. Hobgoblin weapons do not have really any aesthetic value to them. Um, they are they are basically made specifically for war, and a lot of their stuff is just kind of made to work. Sometimes it's patchwork, but it works. Essentially, it's practical. Right. Um, whereas a human might have something that's like, you know, brand new. It depends. I mean, like Thomas has old gear.
0: Right. But it could have been, like, handed down. It has, like, sentimental value, yeah. that kind of thing. And but hobgoblins the, won't. Yeah. Okay. So, is the idea that they would be... They would have been given that by...
1: Well, now that um, Braxis, you were an, has analyzed the coins, because yeah. you guys are all hanging on the room together. <laughs> yeah, the, this group of goblin, was paid goblins by and hobgoblins were probably paid by people from Hillsfar. And, uh, or somebody that just had Hillsfar gold. And judging by the fact that they had brand new gear, looks like that was probably part of the payment.
0: That all makes sense. Are we
3: familiar yeah. with the uh, allegiances of Hillsfar? Is that something that we would be privy to? Uh, go ahead and roll Hillsfar. Hillsfar. Uh, sorry, not a Hillsfar check.
1: <laughs> History check. Uh, <laughs> What's right? the
4: modifier on a Hillsfar check?
1: <laughs> it's very far away.
4: That's a 7.
1: A 7. Um, the thing you know about Hillsfar is that it used to be a place that had a lot of racist uh, tendencies and laws that basically put humans above all other races. And it was kind of a shitty place to live for anybody who was non-human. How elven of them. Mm.
2: Did he say that out loud?
3: Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm oh, guessing yeah, he said yeah, that yeah, out, yeah, out yeah. loud, yeah. It seems uh, rather elven of them.
1: Would you like to respond to that, Aranya?
2: I'm not sure how to respond. No, oh, that's fine. Because it was you talking.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. true, true actually, true. yeah, it was, it was not a comment. narrator. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, fair enough. Good he point, just, like,
2: No, I think like, he heard all those words in his head, and then out loud he said, "How <laughs> elven of them!"
1: <laughs> just out of nowhere, and everyone's just like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys, um if you want to share that information about those farts, I do. That they run an elven-like society of.
3: So.
4: Actually, <laughs> now he's out <laughs>
3: <laughs> no uh yes that that's the little bit that i know about Hillsfar. but it uh i'm not sure why they would be attacking human settlements and caravans if helping working with orcs if they were hmm. these terrible people that they sound to be excuse me the hill the hillbilly hill folk what were they from Hillsfar. Hillsfar
1: people they're uh, Hillsfar is a large city that's on the moon that's uh on, on the, the moon, moon sea
4: Oh. How far is it from here?
1: Uh, it's about four days uh up the road to the east. That's really not that far. That's actually where you were uh where you really? met Gashan.
4: I I liked traveling with you guys. I think I think we could make this a profession. Do you do you guys wanna investigate one of these things together and I think we had pretty good luck the first time around. Look at all this gold we got. did
2: prove pretty lucrative.
4: I mean, we're already sleeping in the same room. It's pretty official. (laughs) Well, three of us
3: are. (laughs) Well, right, because this is squalor and nobody sleeps in this.
2: Uh, Do you guys think that we should divvy up this Hillsvar gold or kind of keep it as evidence? I don't know. Uh,
3: I wouldn't mind hanging on to it, so perhaps if we need to pay somebody, we can... All See right. their reaction to the Hillsfarian gold.
2: Who do we want to kind of hold on to stuff for the party?
3: I'm very weak. I mean, look at these muscles, are so yeah, small. It's,
2: it's not I mean. you. <laughs> Aranya's just trying to look reliable by mentioning that someone else could hold on to the gold. Um. Alright, so here's what we got from the city. Everyone. I'm handing you a pile of 76 gold. Nice. And then we each get three silver and three copper. And then there's this last gold, which I guess we could all use for a round downstairs.
1: So, um, Aranya, you had that meteorite that Gashan was carrying. Uh, What do you want to do with that?
2: Uh, I'm going to offer it to Gashan and be like, this is some nice rock. I'm certain it's worth more if it's not shaped like a rock. Uh, do you want to try to do something with this?
0: Ignore her like for a while.
2: Does Kashan look grateful <laughs> for this rock?
0: gashan's expressions are still inscrutable to you you don't actually know
2: okay so she just takes she's it from just, me and ignores me she's
0: just like being completely silent <laughs> analyzing the rock not looking at you or paying attention to you at all But it's like not a necessarily like short amount of time it's like okay. at least five minutes
2: mm-hmm. all right she's very thorough so okay. five minutes in irania is just oh, like
0: yeah.
1: so yeah you guys can basically have a short <laughs> side conversation while gashan here is just completely fixated on this rock
0: where are we at this time are we like
1: No, you guys are actually like hanging out in in your uh, in the room yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I just like like block everybody out like people might try to talk to me and it doesn't
2: Aranya's just kind of like like stepping from foot to foot and like wiggling her hands and like watching clearly super uncomfortable and like waiting for some acknowledgement of this nice thing that she's offered to Gashan
0: so what do I know about it after my very detailed
1: um, why don't you roll a, oh, let's go with, um, is you're a blacksmith? Uh, you're going to have advantage on this roll, and let's just go with a, uh, fuck it, a straight up intelligence check. You don't have the science skill, do you? Okay, straight up intelligence. 16. You're pretty sure this, this is a rare type of metal, even... You've never seen meteorite. Mm. And when she mentions it to you, sometimes meteorite uh, can be animantium, but whatever this is, it' a metal that you've never seen before.
0: So I, I look up finally <laughs> at Aranya and I'm like, this is, Oh, what this is, which means it's probably something amazing because I'm pretty good with metal.
2: Aranya looks very relieved. <laughs> well, I, I hope it's workable.
0: I'm going to have to go and get some help with this since I don't She looks vaguely, you think, frustrated. <laughs> Still hard to tell. Um, and a little a little smoke starts coming out of her nostrils. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't I don't have my all of my equipment here. I'm going to need to find some other people and try to kind of figure out what I can about this. Do either of you, I look at Thomas as well. Um, Do either of you know anyone around here that you might trust?
4: Only like the four of you guys. (laughs) Wait, don't you mean the
1: three? Yeah, I I don't count in this group.
0: (laughs) I okay. just us
2: and God. God. Which, which
1: oh one? wait, uh, which one? Yeah, I <laughs> so, play all the gods.
2: Who's God? Says God. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm,
0: okay, okay. Oh, uh oh,
1: existential crisis. Maybe I'll
0: go ask. Oh, oh, maybe I'll go ask Zach. Yeah,
2: he seemed cool.
1: Are you gonna take a rest? Because everybody here is pretty much exhausted, beat up, and tired, and covered Definitely. in blood. With I think the exception of rax You're the only one who didn't get hurt yes
3: i'm in fantastic shape
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right um so after a long rest vraxist uh ends up singing a song of rest to lull everybody into a nice lullaby works
4: how does that go oh
3: it's on on point like that <laughs> i just uh i just whisper sweet nothings while they doze off into sleep as the sea crashes Calmingly, hitting the sands, and then I fall asleep as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are
2: all very, very soothed. Yes.
4: yes. Hi there. This is Grant. I play Tahoma's in the Infinite Quest podcast. To uh, thank you guys for listening, and just encourage you guys to just play your own dnd i started when I was ten, thanks to my little brother and. Really had uh, that the bar set for then on out. So just don't hold yourselves back. Play where you want to play, have fun with it. And uh, thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying what we're doing, please share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, or whatever you got out there. Thanks.
1: Do you need a pick me up after a long day adventuring? A potion to calm your woes or mend your wounds? Or a special someone in your life that needs dysentery and embarrassment? Or maybe you've turned into a newt and need the effects reversed? If so, stop by Alan Waze, the Alchemist and Ashburn Ford. Uh the next day comes. Now, you guys have a chance to explore the town and um basically spend your gold how you wish what we're going to go around in a circle and we're going to start with you you Fraxis. what are you going to do in town where are you going to go this
3: is the day, next day
1: this is the next day yes
3: um so we have a bunch of money we have a few quests that are started uh we need to inquire more about Hillsfar. um i would like to try and find a uh a source of knowledge so i'm looking either for a temple or i'm looking for a library or i'm looking for somewhere where um i could find somebody who may know something of the of the dalens okay um there is no library in town
1: but uh there is only a couple shrines in town one to shantia and one
3: to tier tier will know tier will know tier is a god of justice I just think that, but but he would uh, they would be familiar with any of the wrongdoings that uh have uh, shamed Hillsfar. i would assume there is
1: another suggestion that i was yeah. going to say which was there is a bard uh in town that is well known to travel the dales named jer really yes
3: i don't like him already
1: okay um it's funny because when you say that uh because you hear this from the bartender, yeah. the one with the rose around her neck, yeah. and she says, Well, uh, he is a she, and she's sitting right over there playing that lute. And you turn around and you see that moon elf with the, oh, the yes. dark black curly hair that was kind of the older woman as she's playing the lute. You re- recognize her from the first time you're in this bar.
4: Hmm.
3: Interesting. The old damsel in distress. I will start strutting across the uh, strutting across the tavern with my heels hitting the planks as hard as humanly possible.
1: Okay, you hear uh, between those hard striking heels behind you as you're leaving the bar. You hear this, Ugh,
4: idiot. It's true. All
1: right, uh, as you're striding up there, she's uh, looking down at her loot and kind of tuning it a little bit. And uh, she's sitting in a stool. She has uh, looks to be well worn traveler's clothes that are, you could say. They're kind of out of style, but she is. Uh, as you get closer, she appears to be a moon elf.
3: I uh, I approach her with all the saunter and dignity that I can from my recent grievous wounds, and I will uh, uh no, I feel Wait, I feel, you, I feel yeah, did I even, feel for those. Did he even get hurt? I did. I took. I took one. Hit. I took. Oh. I took a hit from a from an angry goblin. Oh, okay. He kind of kicked my ass. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> uh, I will approach her with uh as much uh, as much confidence as humanly possible, and say, you know, if you uh, wiggle that knob there and. Uh, you know move that doohickey there probably will sound better kind of give her a wry smile go ahead and roll
1: a persuasion check
3: uh, it. it's a 16 she
1: is just looking down at her loot and she doesn't even look up as she's tuning she says
5: i had no idea well i've only been doing this since well before your great-grandfather was born and then she looks
1: up at you
3: what are those eyes my dear Mm-hmm. They're like moons.
1: Which look like, yeah, I know what I'm fucking doing, buddy.
3: Yeah, I will I will give her like a, an ear-to-ear smile and be like, your legends of your grandiose travels have, well, at least made it to the ears of that bartender over there. And I'll smile and point towards him. Mm-hmm. Word on the street is that you know things about the Dalens.
5: That is correct. I've been around a little bit
3: here and there. A song you may sing, perhaps. And I'll give her another. Terrible smile. (laughs) How can I help you? I will uh, pull a chair up, like I'm going to sit uncomfortably close to her. I'm going to slide one over, Uh grating across the wooden planks, and I will, uh, I will seat in it backwards because all the cool kids do that. (laughs) And I'll kind of lean in towards her and be like, "Tell me what you know of Hillsfar, if you would be so kind, my lady." And I'll like throw a gold coin in her open loot case. Oh, I didn't even know she has a loot case. She has a loot case now? Well, I mean, it had to come out of somewhere.
5: Fair enough, if it'll make you go away. Hillsvar used to be a terrible place. The old lord who ruled it did so with an iron fist and enacted laws that put humankind above all others. In recent years, Hillsvar has changed greatly, welcoming all the races, throwing out old laws, and aiding the nearby elven settlements. Even charting adventurers to cleanse the ruins of Myth
3: Well, in many stories that I have once woven to my always gleeful audience, when people are making change, there are always those that wish the change to be undone. Those people wouldn't be interested in attacking other people in the dale, would they? By what I mean is the opposition to this new reform. Have you heard any whispers of their activities in these parts? Cut this bullshit. <laughs>
5: Yes, there are many who resist change, though I've never heard of anyone who said so publicly.
3: Any names you may be able to drop on people that would be uninterested in this change? Perhaps the old legacy line of who was handling it before this Iron Fist spoke of?
5: Oh, well, he's been long dead. I would say those who lost power are standing. For example, clergy of nefarious gods come to mind. In Hillsfar, open worship of evil gods, such as Bane, was quite common.
3: Oh my. With free choice comes terrible things sometimes.
5: True. In any case, clergy of the evil gods or those who would worship them would probably be the only ones to speak out against such change.
3: Well, Milady, I appreciate you for your beautiful tale of Hillsfar. I'll let you get back to terribly tuning that loot of yours. I'll give her a chuckle.
1: She just kind of narrows her eyes at you. Good day. Cheers. She was the uh, the part that was, was playing the really nice songs.
3: Oh no, I know she's great. I'm not. Yeah. No, that's
1: it's. Oh, you're just being a dick.
3: I, it's it's called flirting, she but it's, it's a thing that doesn't. You know, I try and say negative things and hope she responds well, and then we do our next step. But she obviously isn't about the isn't about the human life because she's you know only likes elves. Whoa. <laughs> okay, moon elves, as you know,
1: integrate in human society very well. I don't know that. Oh, okay. Now you know that. Now I know.
3: That's Take a PSA. Off. Thanks for the, the PSA. More you no.
1: The more you know. All right. So, Fraxis, what else are you going to do in the town?
3: Um, after finishing with the Moon Elf, which seemed to go surprisingly well, um, I did not, however, glean any additional information that might give us who would be paying these goblins. And so my morbid curiosity will lead me out of the tavern to see if I can start mustering up more information about it. So uh, I'm going to start parading around town looking for things of interest.
1: What kind of things of interest are you looking for?
3: Specifically, I'm looking for um, any of the, the the local people. When we first walked in and we were singing praise of ourselves, they started to be like, oh, yeah, I hate wolves, like that whole thing. I'm looking yeah. for any of those individuals that uh, I may be able to interview about uh, the coming and goings of the area. Okay, I'm yeah, just sure just more or less kind of general gather information approach. Okay, that. cool, yeah. So what kind of information are you trying to gather? Specifically, if um, there has been any uh, words of opposition to uh, Hillsfar's recent uh, revolution, Mm-hmm. And there, um, if there's any specific parties, whether it be Zentirium or otherwise, that may have vested interest, um, I am going to um, ask about uh, if there is any other goblin camps or if anyone has heard of any comings and goings of goblins, seeing as how that they are now here. And it's probably about it. Okay, cool. Right, I want you to roll a persuasion check. We'll use luck second time for the day. Uh, for a seven. Bumbling through it. Alright, um...
1: As you're you're walking around talking to people and stuff and trying to find out if anybody knows anything about Hell's... You find nothing at all. But, as you're walking around, you see this portly, short man with... He's slightly balding, and he's got a small mustache, and he, he approaches you. He's got tan skin. And he says, uh... Oh, oh hello there. I, I hear you're one of those adventurers that's, uh... That's... It's actually been
5: working in the area and slain wolves and wargs and such. And
3: You have found said adventure, my friend.
5: Oh, oh hello. My name is Janias.
3: Janias, I am Braxus. Oh, no, pleasure to meet you. A deep bow to him, to the oh, flourish oh, of that. He,
1: he also bows to you as well. Yeah. Uh, so, um,
5: I, uh, I would actually like to hire you and your group for possibly some...
3: Work? We are selective of the type of work in which we wish to partake. However, what is it that you wish of us? Oh, well, there
5: is this, um, I'm a bit of a collector of sorts, and I uh, procure uh, relics with uh, the, uh, some manner of history, and uh, I uh, hire adventurers to get them for me so I can sell them to uh, historians or any other collectors.
3: That sounds fair enough. Yes. A simple retrieval mission. Yes, so I guess you could call it a mission of sorts. Everything with adventurers is a mission of quest of something like that.
1: Oh, I don't know much about adventurers. I thought but... you hire adventurers. Well, I mean, you know, yes, I guess you call me there in a little loophole. Uh... <laughs> don't
3: us <laughs> adventurers do not like loopholes; it makes us start to get suspicious of people like you. Oh well, then. And let you me... don't like a suspicious adventurer now, would you?
4: <laughs>
3: I no, no. I guess I would. not Tell me about this quest. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I like Alsace uh, So let me let me tell you about this, question. So there is this um, there's a ruin nearby, and uh, there are some treasures in it that I would like to be procured, uh, el- el-
5: elven artifacts and that such.
3: Interesting. Tell me more. Yes. So yes, let me let me buy you a drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vraxus was her name. Vraxus is the name, and drinking is my game. Oh, I like you.
1: So let's uh, go, come with me. We'll let's go to the Velvet Vale. All right. He takes you to this uh, local tap room, and it's a slightly nicer than the White Hart Inn. Hmm. Um, it is filled with uh, adventurers as well, and inside the tap room are secluded areas where there's kind of like floss that kind of obscure the area, like an alcove, like an alcove or mm. a private booth. The champagne? And, anyways, he takes you into one of those, orders you some drinks, and he begins telling you about this ruin. Uh, he said, there is a ruin nearby, it's, and uh, there is, it used to be inhabited by bandits hundreds of years ago. They all got chased off, but underneath it
5: is, uh, it's, uh, I've heard rumors of an elven ruin. and there, A double
3: ruin.
1: Yes, yes. Well, I mean, he built a fortress on top of an Elven Ruin, but anyway, it's a complicated thing.
3: And so, yes, there are Oh my goodness! This drink is delicious. (laughs) Thank you. And I will take a heavy swig from it. Oh, yes, yes. You're welcome. In in any case, yes. If you, uh...
1: For every artifact or relic you procure from this place, of Elven origin, obviously I will have to appraise it, but...
5: Yes, I will pay you uh, 200 gold each.
3: I suppose we could negotiate perhaps when we retrieve said item based on what we deem it's worth, but I'm more than happy to get things for you. Well, I mean, I can't pay you full price for the items. Of course not, of course not. But perhaps we get these things and then come and negotiate upon their retrieval, seeing as if the one's 500 plus pounds and my whole party must carry it, there's no way we would pay you such a paltry amount. You're going to pay me
1: a paltry amount?
3: Well, you get the idea. You pay us a paltry amount for something heavy would be terrible for us. As a oh, victory. yes, 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 can, no, yes, no, 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 yes. yes, yes, no. No, oh, no totally, course, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> clink, you guys clink your tankers together, yeah. and uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys basically just bullshit for the rest of the... Uh, for the foreseeable short-term future.
3: Yeah, my, the only questions that I wish to glean from him specifically are, who am I pissing off by going into said ruins? Is there anybody, like, a religious? Is it associated with anything? Is it holy ground? Or why the hell are you just simply going and getting one? Well, exploring ruins is dangerous. Have, especially... you, have you hired adventurers to go to these particular ruins before? No, I have not. Oh. Well, that means that all the traps will probably still be set.
1: Yes. But, yeah. I mean, like, it's it, if it... Used to be inhabited
5: by bandits. I mean, there there could be monsters there, of course. Yes, I assume that. Nice. That's why I'm paying you gold to retrieve it. I mean,
1: I understand this. It's very dangerous, but you know, I.
3: Is there a name of these ruins? Uh,
1: from what I know, it's uh known as gallus Roost.
3: Galas Roost.
1: Sorry, sorry. Let me pronounce that again for the uh, for the audience. Gallus Roost. No, sorry, sorry. Let me say that one more time.
3: <laughs> My accent is terrible. Uh, gallus Roost. God. Isn't Roost not the name of where something lives? Yes. Who is Gallus? He was a,
1: a from what I've gathered from records, he was a, a raider of sorts, a bandit.
3: Roost is usually indicative of that of creatures, however. Well, I mean, I think that he was sort of a Cretan, and he would live there. So semantics, but I like what you did with it. Yeah, oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, cheers to them and to our treasure. I'll give them a big smile and a raised mug. Ah, Thanks. I like your style. Yes, yes. Oh, good day to you, Praxis. Good day to you, whatever your name was. Jonaius. Oh, yes, Jonaius. Yes, it's right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> All
1: right, cutting over to Tehomas, what are you going to explore in this town?
4: Finally, out of eyeshot of the party, I uh, can limp with... <laughs> with impunity as like <laughs> struggle with my broken ribs. Uh, oh. I uh, I don't know how much I heal from a long rest. Oh, you heal fully actually. I smile gleefully at my newly repaired ribs <laughs> uh, and and enjoy the beautiful sunshine. What's the weather like today?
1: Actually, it's uh it's pretty dark and stormy out. There's like a, a light drizzle right now.
4: We need the rain. I yeah. appreciate that, too. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's uh it's ending the drought here in California. I mean uh Mr. Dale.
4: <laughs> And yeah, so I would like to um kinda go out in the streets and Thomas is gonna look around and, and try to spy whoever looks just like an ordinary person and just kinda like tail them and see like what they're all about. What what do these city folk do? What's their thing? Alright, mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna have you roll a uh roll twenty. And just tell me what you roll. Fourteen. Are you just following humans or anybody?
4: I'd like to follow the, the most, yeah, maybe a human. A human in this town. What What do they kind of dress like? What do they do? What's their thing?
1: Okay, there are, I'm going to give you a lot of choices here oh, to good. follow. Yeah. Right. You see people that are obviously merchants, some that are farmers.
4: Merchant. Others. I want to follow a merchant.
1: Are right, you're going to follow a merchant? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you just see this merchant, uh, he goes to the center town, sets up a booth, and starts peddling his wares to people. And it appears to be like a Glone blast.
4: Sorry, glon blast. Yes. Glone <laughs> blast. I would like some of this Glone yeah. blast you speak of. I've, yeah. I'm newly rich. I don't know what this stuff is. That uh, is a it's perfect example it. of a
1: spoonerism blown glass he's just got these no longer of... interested <laughs> okay cool so you ignore him uh who else are you gonna follow now i like to follow a
4: tradesperson of some sort
1: that was a tradesperson of some a sort
4: different one.
1: all right there's uh somebody like peddling leather wares. i presented my
4: old leather armor and be like hey Fancy seeing you here. Other like right. person.
1: He, he basically says, uh, "And no, no, I, I, don't want any of that stuff. Sorry, sorry. I mean, if you want other things, uh, I've got stuff to trade. But no, 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 thank, no, thank you."
4: What does he have? Does he have anything cool? I mean, I, I always say I got cool leather studded armor already, but does he have anything fashionable? Something that Vraxus would wear? I'm trying to emulate that guy.
1: Oh yeah, actually, he does have. Uh, he's he invites you inside and he shows you all different sorts of leather goods, from boots to studded leather. anything that's made of leather saddles all that kind of stuff
4: yeah i'm intrigued by the boots i'd like to get like some just garish boots if he's got any
1: yeah he does have a pair of garish boots that's the ones i'm getting okay cool
4: and uh i'll give him my old leather armor as a tip as i purchase aforementioned leather boots
1: all right he actually uh takes that trade straight up cool straight up yeah
4: straight up great
1: all right uh anything else you're gonna do in town
4: no that's about it for me i'm just trying to get fashioned out also i'm gonna purchase another 20 arrows
1: Another twenty. So you're gonna have like I don't know, thirty-seven
4: arrows or something. That's exactly how I would have. How do you know that? Lucky guess. Uncanny. This is a very good DM. Uh, yes, I will. I will fill my quiver with arrows. Your quiver overfloweth with arrows. Thank <laughs> you. As you're uh,
1: leaving, you see a group of three orcs and a half orc walking into town. The head of this group of orcs is this. Like female orc, she's got rippling muscles and she has like spiked shoulder pauldrons and she has a battle axe resting on her shoulder and she's looking around with these dark eyes as she's surveying the scene. And beside her walks uh, an older orc who's kind of stooped. He's got like white hair, and uh, he's walking with a staff. And behind them is the other orc and a half orc, and they're basically both pulling a wagon full of different
4: kind of goods. Oh. I'll tail them.
1: All right, they walk into the center of town where the, there's two main roads that intersect in the middle of the town. It seems like nobody pays them any mind, really. And then as they get to the center of town, they just start conversing with some of the townsfolk that you recognize that you've been tailing and watching. And you actually see them embrace each other for a second. And then they start setting up a booth, bringing out, what we'll look, fresh vegetables and chickens.
4: I cock one eyebrow in confusion. And then I just... Just wait and watch and see what proceeds. All
1: right. As you're just, like, sitting there waiting and watching, you hear behind you, like, footsteps, and you... Hey, would you get a load of this shit? And you feel an elbow nudge you. I glance aside? Yeah, and you see this woman in studded leather armor. She's got a couple swords in her belt. And she looks like an adventurer. Look at these fucking orcs in this
5: city. What's
1: up with that?
4: First of all, I compliment her on her dual swords and studded leather armor, which happens to be exactly what I'm <laughs> equipping, so... <laughs> there's have in common already
1: <laughs> and she's also human oh, and she's an adventurer bone. oh no and she
4: hates orc <laughs> you tail here often <laughs> I don't say that uh, I I give a prompting response to be like yeah and yeah just kind of lead her on and hope that she says more about this yeah,
1: she's like oh, man I knew this fucking town was shitty can't believe we stopped in here these fucking orc lovers
4: i uh i i go ahead and and say something neutral about orcs but not not to discourage or dissuade her okay
1: let's hear this neutral statement about orcs
4: yeah i've heard things about about orcs in this (laughs) (laughs) i'm cringing irl right now (laughs)
1: cringing irl all right uh i can't wait to leave this shithole
4: Know of anywhere better?
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big cities like Cormir and, and Symbia. At least they have manners. They don't have orcs in their
4: mits. This is the biggest city I've ever been to. What's what's Koromir like? She just kinda glanced at you? What do you live under a rock? Tree. <laughs> uh big one though, big enough. Okay. I'm hey. Tahomas and I uh, present my elbow as a form of handshake, which I assume is what regular people do.
1: <laughs> she just looks at your elbow. Look.
4: Finger five. I give a finger five quick save. Uh, I, I got to go.
1: And she just turns around and walks away.
4: I stoop my head low and then lift it back up to watch the orcs a little longer.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> it seems like the townsfolk and the orcs are very friendly with each other.
4: Just take a deep breath. I'm going to go ahead and um, walk up there.
1: Okay. So you walk up, and the so one female orc, she's got her arms crossed in front of her, and she just gives you this deathly stare, and the orc-miner says,
5: Oh, er, er,
1: death rage. Leave him alone. Hey, how can I help you? Would you like any
4: chickens or wheat or jerky? I'll take your chicken, wheat, jerky, and I'll lowball them on, the, on whatever they have the posted price at.
1: It's... It's chicken, wheat, or jerky. Not (laughs) not all three combined. But I mean, if you want to buy all three combined, yes,
4: I can do that. I thought this was a big city. I thought you had things like chicken, wheat, jerky.
1: Big city. All
4: of them. Okay.
1: For you, two gold. One gold. Roll a persuasion check. (laughs) To haggle me on these prices.
4: Oh, it's a one. It's a
1: one. Okay. Yeah, the uh, he says, yeah, you know what? Uh, Why don't you just give me three gold? Yeah, three things, three gold.
4: Where where exactly did you get this chicken, wheat, and or jerky from? Well, I raise
1: chickens and wheat on my farm, and also we have some ranchers that have uh cows. Does he smell like poultry? He does not. Fire. Yeah, but also I don't think you know what sm- poultry smells like.
4: I don't. <laughs> he called my bluff. I leave. <laughs> Are you gonna actually buy that stuff? No. Oh. Wait. Actually, I'll buy provisions. Let me buy like jerky at that price because I'm a sucker.
1: Okay. So what? Three gold worth of provisions and yeah. jerky. Yeah. Okay. Good.
4: Actually, let's do six. All right. Oh, cool. I'm shopping. Six gold for three days' provisions. Perfect. <laughs>
3: Perfect. He's really good well,
4: the I was like two two iterations of that. <laughs> yeah. Six
1: gold let's get you get you a bunch of jerky like six gold in modern times
3: how much jerky would that buy I think let's that's say. a good this deal this is human
1: jerky we're talking about yeah it's uh, human jerky human total. jerky
4: easily uh. a pound and a half okay yeah, great exactly. i yeah. write that down yeah.
1: Yeah. long pig as they call it
4: <laughs> I think I'll return to the inn after that this is it's been a fruitful day for me hey
1: Thank you for listening to Infinite Quest. A big thank you to Daniel Fryhofer, our talented audio engineer, for editing, mixing, and mastering. You can reach him at fryhoferd at gmail.com. Additional thanks to tabletopaudio.com for our theme songs.
2: If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you and hope you will join us for the next episode of Infinite Quest.